Hey guys, welcome back to the 100th episode of the Gus and Eddie podcast. Let's go! Look at that! We're, we're old! We pre- it's a good thing we don't have Benjamin Button's disease, otherwise we'd start losing episodes of the podcast. Gus, you can finally say it this time and it makes sense. Yo! Okay, it say, does! Say, say, but say the thing, say the thing. What's the thing? We What's did it! One? We did we it! Did. Oh wait, we did do we it! We actually did it this time! We did it! We accomplished the goal! <laughs> We did it for right. real. A hundred episodes of the podcast all came out at the perfect time. We gave Tony so much room to edit every episode and didn't drop it on him the day of. We we never missed a week. It was always just perfect. I can't believe we've always been on time. I love it. It makes me so happy and, and we're so punctual and that's what's so special about this episode. Exactly. Is that we're punctual. We're not celebrating the <laughs> yeah. hundredth episode. <laughs> We're celebrating how punctual we are. <laughs> this is coincidentally, uh, just of my personal life, the 100th time that I've been punctual as well. <laughs> so, perfectly meshing, Dude, killing two birds at one stone. Really think about it. We have, I can't even, like, it doesn't feel like we've sat down to do this 100 times. I, I'm really trying to, especially when you put it into, like, the idea of, like, most of the time it's a week. You know, like a hundred different weeks since we moved out here. We've been having our lives and doing stuff and then coming back and then just talking about it and sharing stories and old memories and and stuff like that. Especially for people that either were there in the beginning or have caught up on all the episodes, the amount of time we have all spent together is actually insane. Like that is a lot of fucking time. (laughs) Yeah, it's its own little mini quarantine in and of itself there. You're stuck in our room. Ha ha. It could cover one of your Skyrim places. Playthroughs. Uh, it, honestly, it could. <laughs> um, it absolutely could. I, that's so weird. We're like, pro, we're kind of pros at this now. I, you'd think we'd be better at this after a hundred episodes. You know what? I still do every single episode, and I know Tony can attest to this too. Uh. Is even in my room here, I probably on average three to five times an episode stand up and like as you're saying a story. Sometimes mm-hmm. I will be like, I gotta just take five seconds to like quick trapeze artist myself over these chords and be like, I gotta see if it's still recording. I feel like I didn't hear it record. It's a hundred fucking episodes. We're gonna pull the curtain right now. Tony, don't edit this out. We're both gonna check if the cameras are recording. <laughs> this is ceremonious though. This is good. <laughs> it's different. Looking good over here. Looking good in the neighborhood. Is that the Applebee's one? Anyway. <clears throat> I'm good. I was rolling. I was rolling. I was rolling too. And I bet you I'll get nervous about it in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I'll be doing that. I got the old calendar marked for 15 minutes from now to go check that again. You ready for me to test fate? Here we go. We've really only had an audio, like an issue that has fucked an episode of the podcast like twice. That's very true. Isn't that crazy? We've had other issues, but in terms of just, like, really fucking the audio recording up. I think we've only only lost one, maybe, full episode. Because I know we had one where the camera cut out. Your camera cut out for a good portion of it. And I think that happened to me once. But we still uploaded it. Mm -hmm. And so we've only really lost one episode. And that episode fucking sucked, am I right? I don't remember. Yeah, fuck that. I don't remember either. Yeah, we only said, I think Eddie was crying for half of it, and I was, again, strong as usual. That's because you were saying some really upsetting things. You were talking about a lot of of stuff that I can't even repeat on the podcast, to be honest. Why did I get deja vu saying that? (laughs) Dude, honestly, you know what? Even as we said that like a, a minute ago to start talking about shit, mentally... I was doing that thing where, like, just I'm somewhere else, but that somewhere else was on the podcast set, and I was just remembering, like, so you're so it doesn't out count. Body experience where you're not talking to me, but you're talking to dream me instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I was just, I was just thinking again. You know, like we say this all the time, and I, and I almost as a viewer, I get sick of hearing it, but it is, you know, it is our lives still. But it, I, I do think of how weird it is how far out of the like podcast set shit that we are, you know, and I'm going to, how weird is it going to be, you know, like 
uh, even a year from now, obviously we're not going to probably, I, I doubt it's going to be a year from now that we're going to be on the set again, you know, hopefully a few months away, but oh, like, okay. For a second, I thought you were saying you doubt in a year we'd even be on the set. I was no. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold yeah. on there. <laughs> no, like, we have things so... to discuss. I ain't taking that needle. You're no. like, you're like oh. even if I'm vaccinated, I can't stand to be in a room with you. I just, the smell guy. <laughs> anyway, smell. no, it was, it was like. A year from now, once not only have we been back on, but it's back into the swing of things again, like that, it, it's strange how quickly your body accumulates to a new normal. So it's going to be weird when we, you know, or sorry, acclimate uh, to a new, a new normal. It's going to be weird when the shit's over and then we're doing that again. We're like, oh yeah, you remember fucking being in like the room and shit and then the yeah, sun dude. was going down and oh, it's, what the hell, man. Even like, um, I, I, I'll say too, I know which, um, incorrectly, cause again, uh, for people that don't know, we, we don't, uh, live together anymore. I'm still in the apartment and we both have our small COVID risks. That's why we've been doing it separately. And LA County is not good right now. So it it's so, it bad. is especially not the time to start doing it in person, dude. And I, we don't have to talk about it a ton. I, I think it's, it's absolutely the worst in the country. It's one of the worst spots in the world right now. So I'm just yeah. going to like stay in the apartment and not do anything. And that's it. Yep. <laughs> Which uh, it. extreme I- privilege that we have and shout out to every essential worker. I'm, I'm just saying I will not aid in the spread that will harm you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm tapping out of this one, but um, oh my god, I'm just I'm raring to go, dude. I'm dude, I can't. Well, well, that's that's. I'm not gonna say any fucking shit that people are clipping. Like, oh look at. I'm not gonna say anything about 2021 because I don't want it to fucking age poorly. I'm never saying anything about the future ever again. I'm yeah, not, I'm, I'm gonna only use. I'm not even gonna use future tense when I when I write essays in school or when I speak. I'm only gonna use present and so past tense. So hold on. So when are you writing essays in school? I did you go back to get your sixth grade degree? <laughs> wait, can I tell you, Eddie? I was literally going to to answer that, but then I was like, wait, I literally can't even answer that question. You're like, when are you going to? And I was going to be like, I'm going to, but that's future tense, so I couldn't even <laughs> say one sentence. Fuck, you're screwed, dude. That's I know. I, I especially because it's our hundredth episode. I'm not making any predictions uh, about next year. I would hope that we were would be back on the set. At some point, toward the exact middle of the year, I would hope, but I'm not saying we're so. gonna. Because I have people clip me. Yeah, you don't want me to get clipped. Please don't clip me, guys. You can't catch me. What are you don't saying? Clip me. Anyway, I have such a. I've told you before, and I hate when people do this, but it really is a low key, just a fun kind of like activity thing that we're gonna do. But I have a surprise for when the boys are back together. Oh, and really? I don't, I don't know that it's going to be able to be, just because of the logistics of it, I don't know that it's going to be able to be as part of uh, the boys kind of getting back together podcast episode or just like a small kind of outing thing that we're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. For, for but, uh, uh, reference people, the boys getting back together is me, Gu- uh, Gus, Sven, Jakey, and Tony all together. Oh, yeah. Just the, the sweet boys, the family boys, just uh, mm-hmm. just like that. But anyway... Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to, to just go out and do stuff again. You know, yep. like, you know what? And, and again, too, you know, we talked off camera shit too, but like, I really just want to make more like just Gus and Eddie go shit. After yeah, no, stuff is and done. that's what we had talked about it before. And then there was, you know, always the degree of like, well, do we want to enjoy this trip or do we want to make a exactly. video? And I think the, the division now is we will enjoy our regular trips and we will do things for Gus and Eddie Go videos yes. exclusively. And so then we won't be ruining a fun time, you know. And I exactly. do, I, I love how much love uh, uh, Gus and Eddie Goes to Canada gets because I feel like that was sp- such a special video for me and you. And when mm-hmm. we uploaded it, it's not like it did poorly, but, you know, th- it was like a deep cut for us. And now to hear, like, yeah. a bunch of people go back and watch that. Like, I love that so much. Um, it's really st- you know, oh wait, did you have something else? No, I just gave a loud um and had nothing to say. And it <laughs> oh, accidentally interrupted oh. you, and I was like, fuck. I even watched how big the um was on my audio <laughs> file. <laughs> Go ahead. You know what? Uh, man, what the fuck was I? I hate that, I, but I literally think I forgot it. Uh, fucking Gus That's and Eddie what the Go um shit. did, baby. God damn. Gus and Eddie Go to Canada is what I was talking about. That's, that's right. Okay. So, well, we've said this before too, you know, and, and this is, this is going to make me sound like an old man wistfully looking back, you know, but now like, you know, we're still like, 
really young guys, and I still think that, like, in, in terms of, like, the YouTube and the online scene, you know, like, I still kind of feel like, not the newest guy to the party, you know, but still yeah. one of the first girl, like, not the batch that's taken off their coats and shoes in the front entryway, but the one that has gotten pushed into the fr- the front part of the dining room by the next group that's would, just stepped into the entryway. I would say, yeah, and... If I, I put it in terms like this when we went to our first VidCon as us being the beginners for it, is that we are sophomores in, in YouTube high school. And, yes. And the freshmen yes. have come in. And I feel like the freshmen, even though a lot of them are, are fucking huge now, or the people that come right after us were like Carson and Ted and like their whole group were the ones that mm-hmm. I think like followed right after us. But what were you saying about that? No. But it's interesting now because, and again, this is not me just prefacing to be like, I'm not fucking old, but it really like, you know, it doesn't feel like we've even been around here that often, but we've, we've put in a few years here, you know, and it's, it's interesting for me to see, like you gave the example of Gus and Eddie go to Canada and stuff. And like, we had that audio clip uh, from there where I'm going to like jump out the window, you know, like go big on TikTok. And I, and I look back on some of those projects that we've done and I'll see like, a TikTok clip being used or now an asset used for video and stuff. And it's weird to think now of like, oh, that thing that was such an afterthought thing that I worked on or that I was a part of like years ago, it was such a re-entered, you know, especially Gus and Eddie go go to Canada was such a, like there were barely any people really watching, like not our, not saying our main stuff, but the deep cut stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we didn't expect people to know that we were friends. You know what I mean? We didn't like, expect people to know who, like, like Sven or Tony were of, like, people we knew yet. Because, like, it was just this deep cut stuff. And now to see the deep cut stuff kind of mainstream is so weird to me. Not mainstream as, like, the whole. But, like, in the no, YouTube yeah. community, like, seeing it around. No, I get you. It feels like, especially in the context of something like like the Gus Nettie go to Canada or something, whenever I'll see like me crying or like hear that audio clip or whatever, it's mm. like somebody pulled an asset from one of your home movies, you know, yeah. where it's or like when like, you made it, we're like, or like I don't a college know, hangout, like one of your inside jokes yeah. from a college. And you're, it's just so weird. I, that's, I, I think still, <laughs> you ever have that moment where you're like, you're drifting off to sleep and you're like, I keep perceiving myself as as like I don't have a YouTube channel and I'm trying to match what people perceive me as as what how I perceived a YouTuber of the same level you know when I was younger oh dude and that I'm like it's impossible out. it's impossible where I'm just like I don't understand I don't get it I don't that's I so trips me it, out. nothing and that's why I've talked to every YouTube person it, nothing feels right ever <laughs> you know what I mean like it just all yeah like even like you look at any follower stuff and you're just like that can't that's not real that's not a real thing you know what i mean i don't know it's just it's very bizarre mm-hmm. it's super bizarre yeah it's just it's just really strange especially thinking of how like just a, i don't know i really miss i think one it. of the biggest things i do miss and this is not like pandering i miss meeting people that watch our videos in person like i miss people coming up and be like yo you know it was just like i do too it's just so nice and you get to see them in person you're like you're real you're a real person. That's, I'm going to I'm going to start I'm I'm going to squeeze your cheek. I'm going to uh, squeeze nothing else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the amount of cheeks that I'm going to make fucking I'm gonna black go, and I'm gonna, blue I'm going to grab out this you guys bitch. and go look at you. <laughs> look at I'm going to be grabbing people's cheeks that I don't even know and say, "Look how big <laughs> you've grown. I've never seen you. I'm 68." Ah, look at you growing <laughs> still. Uh, it's going to be me. Growing still. <laughs> Uh, Only the good die young. And so I can't wait. I, we're, I, we talked about it. We're definitely going to do a live podcast. But I don't even, dude, I don't, venues for like stand-up and music are going to be so competitive when things go yep. back to normal where it's like, I, we'll just see. We'll see. Hit, <laughs> you know? Hitting that shit right now. Yeah. Uh, it's. I'm yeah, sure it's, it's just like every resident comedian is like, me first. You know, like I'm big. It. And that's it. <laughs> that's just it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little, little micro update then there too for folks you know nothing set in in stone yet but uh at least on my front here for like stand-up shit as well here uh i don't know that i'm going to be able to have a comprehensive tour this next year we're lining up the details i can't you know give a lot of information but 
there really isn't a lot set in stone right now. I was hoping to do one later part of this year, but it's looking like I'm going to maybe have to do some more kind of sporadic clusters around the country. Is it because of how booked becomes, everything is? It, it's just that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, like I was really fortunate when I did my first tour. I told, you know, the listeners already, you know, like I was able to go into a lot of the clubs that I wanted to do work in. I was so happy to be able to do like Zanies and like Caroline's on Broadway and, you know, some of these like classic traditional kind of comedy clubs oh it's just a dog barking um but like honestly not that they would also be bad venues but i'm just assuming this year too you know if i'm going to get some it's not going to be like necessarily maybe some of the more like standard clubs of the world and shit it's really going to be like hey you got a theater you got a you got a fucking coffee shop i did a coffee shop show in my last tour in milwaukee because there was no comedy club that was that was open but it's probably gonna be a lot of that shit yeah and also it's like there are there are touring comedians who make their whole paycheck off of that and so it's might as well Mm -hmm. not not cloud that you know that's yeah it's like i don't need to do that Uh, you know if if the demand is there uh, like I'll fill into there, you know, but like I can, I know that my privilege here is that I could go to a coffee shop or go to a theater and it doesn't necessarily matter what the venue right, right, is, right. but it just wouldn't be as, you know, that's inf- why we're going to do the Gus so. and Eddie podcast at, um, a Denny's in LA. Uh, we're yeah, gonna Denny's only, <laughs> I- I'm going to set up in one booth across the restaurant. Gus is going to set up in the other booth. <laughs> you all are going to sit in the middle and talk and we're going to yell to each other the whole time. No, uh, we're doing we're doing competing shows as if they're different rooms in like the laugh <laughs> factory. But everyone's still talking in between, so we're not talking to anyone. We're just talking to ourselves. <laughs> Every five minutes, the we we slowly casually stroll over to our like bring your own PA system thing that we brought, and we just kind of try to hide and turn up the volume ten percent so it's louder. So by the end of it, you're in a Denny's where it's like five hundred percent volume. Two guys doing competing stand up. <laughs> Every twenty minutes. Uh, uh, one of the servers brings over a plate with a grand sandwich on it, and I every single time drop it to where the yolk bursts on my jeans, and I go, oh, <laughs> oh, "Okay, can can I?" And I, you know, the worst way, I go, "Honey, can I get another one?" <laughs> everyone goes, Ugh. "Ugh," but then they bring another one out, and I spill it again. They go, "I'm not paying for it. I didn't eat it." You it's know? just as uncomfortable and show-stopping every time you do it, too. All right, let me tell you what's going to be going on in my half of the Denny's, Eddie. Okay. We're going to do something called uh, Moons Over My Hammies 20s, all right? Okay. Which means every 20 minutes, I'm going to order a brand new Moons Over My Hammy, and the waitress is going to have to try to make it all the way from the back of the restaurant to the stage without one of my ardent fans trying to slap the moons over my hammy out of her hands onto the floor. <laughs> and, and also while you're doing it, minutes. I will be taking a straw. First off, I will be, I'll be hitting the server with the straw uh, paper. <laughs> and then I will suck out a yoke and try and spit it at you from across the room. <laughs> <through> the straw. <laughs> you're in the middle of talking. I get it in your mouth. <laughs> so when... Oh, Half your set is you, you, you're trying to fucking continue with jokes, and you're like, so, guy. Hold on, I think Gus isn't looking. I'm going to try another yoke shot. Okay, guys, just pretend you're laughing at my jokes here. Keep it down. Here, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the straw. You, you talk, all right? And this is where I yeah. nail it into your mouth. Hey, guys, so what do you think about the Ford F-150? <laughs> 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 just a full yoke. Can you imagine getting hit in the back of the throat with a yoke? Oh, Let man. alone a full yoke, like in the sack and everything. Like yep. someone just slapped it like wet salami. Oh, and just for beforehand, just to spite you, I I put a ton of pepper and salt on it before I sucked it oh, out. Oh my god! Oh my god! And so I that's know that look that's forward to that. Easy. That's but that's show business, guys. That's show so business. That- <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta please the crowd. You gotta give them a show. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Show must go on. Know what I'm saying. So oh, anyway, man. that's the fucking plan. I'll probably do a formal tour twenty. 22 but we'll we'll, we'll see uh definitely on the road this year Gus and Eddie so. live at Denny's it doesn't say the Denny's anywhere just Gus I, and Eddie live at Denny's I, I just want to see a bunch of billboards out here like the typical brand artist collabs where it's just Gus times Eddie times Denny's <laughs> that's just that super minimalistic 
Oh, oh man, that would be good. You know, we get the we get the questions from time to time. I'm not even looking at the preguntas and stuff though of people saying like, you know, if you had one, like, what was your brand? Like, what would be something that you would be a sponsor for? Like, you could do promo for. And I'm just saying, Denny's would be a great one, even though it's not my first choice. Mm, that would be a good one. I feel like it fits us very well. I would. I think even in that question, I would do it if PlayStation wanted me to do anything. I would I would do it. I would play oh, any game cool. they wanted me to play. But uh, what do you say for the 100th episode, we get into oh. some fucking preguntas? Oh, let's look at some dang-ass, darn-ass preguntas here. That's English uh, questions. Uh-huh. First off, I want to mention <laughs> that I tweeted out... Uh, that it was the hundredth episode, and to tweet your questions, and uh, our friend Drew Gooden just said, "I disagree." So according to Drew, this is not our hundredth episode, and I don't know what episode he thinks it is. I don't know if he's keeping track, but um, I don't know. It's just so if you're if you're a fan of Drew and you trust his word more than ours, I guess this isn't the hundredth episode. Is that fair, <sighs> Gus? Am I being fair? Well, you're rarely fair, but uh-huh. in this case. You're, I don't know that you're also fair, but you you are accurate. So. And would you say I'm balanced? You are in a sense balanced, even though I know you have very bad balance. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no idea how much we have to cut out of the other usual episodes because Eddie's sitting in his chair, and I'll be telling like an emotional story, and he'll be like leaning back on the sw- swivel chair wheels and just go, "Whoa!" <laughs> Which is really hard much- because the wall is back here to stop me usually, but I still fall all the way. <laughs> That's that's the thing is yeah, and then we have to like tape all of the shapes to the wall and move the wall back in. Usually, it takes about three to six hours to film an hour yeah. podcast. One so. time, I was saying whoa and falling for about an hour. It was more of a slow fall, and Tony had to speed it up uh, so quick that it uh, didn't show up in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can go back and find it. It's just three frames where Eddie just goes. It's just a little fly. <laughs> Anyway, um, so some stupid fucking preguntas. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burback and, and at Gus Buckets, and we will answer your questions and solve your little young lives. Um, <clears throat> all right, so here's one from user named at Super Nintendo. That's a good one. Uh, and this person says, I just got a fish tank a couple of weeks ago, and I have three goldfish in there. One of them is huge, and his name is Popeye. Because of the chicken sandwich. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, and he started following and eating the other fish. I called the fish store, and the employee said that I should return him because he's going to kill the other fish. However, my sister thinks I should keep Popeye in the tank because the fish are still getting to know each other, and they just had a bad first impression. Are fish really that smart? So your sister's wrong, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of fucking idea is that? It's... It's like not arresting a murderer where it's like he might change his mind. You know? Yeah, hey, let him wear himself out. He's always <laughs> ornery at this time of day. He'll eat a few things. That's now, fine. my question is you named him Popeye. Did you happen to name the other two fish spinach perhaps? That would have been. maybe that's the confusion where he's like, you, what am I supposed to do here? You know, you're really twisting my, my fish arm or, uh, you know, my fin as they would say. There you go. Yeah, that's the, that is exactly what he would have said, you know? So yeah. I think that I'm going to just go ahead and assume that you named the other fish spinach and that you fucked this one up. I wouldn't listen to your sister here. You seem to know it's for good for you and your fish family. I would say put Popeye in one of those fish bags and then uh, drive past the Petco and throw it while you're driving at the wall uh, really fast. And oh that's yeah, maybe my my suggestion because then they'll they'll hear the noise, they'll go, Psh, and they'll go, oh, there must be a fish outside, and then they'll pick it up <laughs> and they'll take care of it, and it'll be very safe. Uh, hey, Jeremy, I think we had another couple fish huckers this morning. If you want to go sweep up <laughs> up front, I think there's like six beta fish out there. You want you want to grab the fish vacuum? It's just a it's just a Dyson. Which yeah, is nice. it's, it's just fucking, fucking nice. But no, it's it's a shop vac, and half the bags haven't burst yet, so he's just out there sucking up like full <laughs> fucking Ziploc bags of county fair fish. You ever gotten a fish from a fair, Eddie? No, I'd always felt very cruel to me, and I guess you could save them. But I remember one time being in high school and knowing somebody while we were at like a fair who was, like, parading around the fish the whole day. It's like, if you win that fish, you better go home and put it in a bowl and not just shake it around in a bag for a while. 
that's just it. I learned that lesson the hard way, not the shaken version of it, but just to get in the county fair fish. When I was in college, I was like a freshman or something, I think, and I was just there with a partner at the time, and I won a state, I won a fish, and then it was like, well, wait, I have to go home now because <laughs> yeah. I have this fucking fish. <laughs> what am I going to do now? Yourself with the, you yeah. can't just put your, the fish in your backpack and then just start walking around. No, I was like, I instantly gave myself a burden, so I brought it home, and then I was like, well, I already have this fish, and I do want it to, like, survive and have a happy life, so then I was like, all right, so then let's go get some shit for it, so we went and got some shit for it, uh, and then, uh, you know, it was doing well, and then it started surviving a couple of weeks, and then we were going to go out of town for a while, so I, my partner let me leave it at her parents' house. And then the fish lasted for like two years, so oh, it's just shit. we're stuck with this fucking fish. Well, but he had a happy life, so what a prize, you, you know. If there they you go. if they uh, if you didn't win it, they would have um, uh, put it through like a, a a a grinder or maybe put it into a slap chop, and so uh, that's what they do with them to get rid of them. And Damn, so you, they, you you rescued it. They probably would have made him go run the tilt a whirl for the rest of his time <laughs> alive. They, uh, <laughs> they just, just like, can we take f- photography on there? Yes, just no place photography. He's oh, no. smoking a cigarette. He's got fucking scars on his. He's got a Popeye tattoo on his little fin. <laughs> so I stupid. need to somebody. This one's so, this one's so stupid. <laughs> I, I couldn't follow you down that road. <laughs> I'll go alone. I'll go the alone. I'll come the back second I heard you do that to your lips, I was like, I don't, I'm not a fan of this fish. He's coming. He's coming. Uh, all right, well, we uh, got another pregunta. Yeah, I got a banger here. Oh, wait, so for that person, um, you don't have to return the fit. Maybe a separate bowl, I su- I'd suggest. Yeah, this know? seems like a problem that could be fixed with, I don't know, some fucking Tupperware or something. Just a lot put of people it in make that mistake. Thing. They put multiple goldfish in a bowl and they suffocate because there's not enough oxygen in the water. So maybe he's also agitated. Maybe you cut off the oxygen to his brain and he's become a fish murderer. Who knows? I could... St- Dude, I could see it. I had that same problem with suffocating goldfish, but it just is because I had the ratio wrong. I used to have like 100 to 1 water to goldfish, but I was trying them like I had like 80 of those puppies just crammed in the bowl. And then I was like, oh, you got to do the flip. Yeah, I have that same type of issue where if I'm out of breath after a run, I go into a blind <clears throat> rage and hurt people around me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie always brags about running every day, guys, on the podcast, but he never talks about the 40 to 80 minutes that I would have to corral him into a corner with if, like pillow cushions if, at the end of it. If I came in after a run when we lived together, Gus would have to quickly go, oh, and sprint to his room and lock the door, and then I'd pound <laughs> on it for 40 minutes, and then I'd catch my breath, and I'd go, oh, wait, we're roommates. I'm going to shower, and I'd walk away. He'd always say the same line, too. Oh, wait, we're roommates. I'm going to shower. Like it was a Lifetime movie line delivery, too, uh-huh. every time. Yep, I was, I was coming, too, you know? You can't be a better actor than than Lifetime movies when you're just getting some oxygen to your brain, you know? Dude, Sven had a really fucking great tweet about Lifetime movies. I can't... I'm going to butcher it, but it essentially was like, if you uh, sign up to be an actor in a Lifetime movie, you have to promise to never do anything else with your career. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Dude, I've literally thought that before where I'm like, I know it's work, but if you have any... Like aspirations after, like don't you know, don't go on to yeah. the lifetime. Like it's it's great work, but it seems like nobody. It's this curse. Dude, were famous people ever in a lifetime movie? I'm gonna look it up. Probably. I think James Franco was in one. Or no, I'm thinking he, of him doing another stint at General Hospital. I yeah, think. he did the soap opera. Um, famous <clears throat> actors in lifetime movies. Um, anybody? Uh, Reese Witherspoon was in one. Oh, she made it out. Um, Kristen Bell was in one. Zac Efron was in one. Okay, I'll take it back. Mark Ruffalo was in one. No, a ton of people were. But well, is then, this getting their start there, or is this like, hey, you know what? I'm going to fuck around. This studio is offering me fucking $5 million to go be in Christmas in Canada for three weeks. Okay, you know. Here, let me check. Let, let me go with, like, Mark <clears throat> Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's was 1997. Okay, um, so early Kristen Mark. Bell was 2004. Uh, Reese Witherspoon... Um, was it, it was when she was 15. Yeah, these are all early ones. But then I saw a Will Ferrell mm. one that was 2015, but it was a Kristen Wiig movie. So I don't know if that's just, I think that's a fuck up on Google's part. Yeah. 
Or maybe that was just some bit that he did, you know, to yeah. disappear in there. Yeah, it looks like they they both did one in uh in like twenty fifteen or something. But yeah, uh either way. That uh is still a fucking hilarious tweet. <laughs> um, Dude, I wonder too, like it's really interesting to think. Again, it's not even like shit talking stuff, but just like that is an area of the industry where it's like I, I could not tell you the name or the face of one single person on like those Hallmark and Lifetime movies and shit, but like uh, you know, people watch them all the time. One of my grandmas, I go over there, she never she never doesn't have a, a Lifetime movie on. You know what you I know mean? What? Yeah, I... What... Something I'm glad I went through, I feel like, over the last two years is I was so snobby and wrong when I was, like, 17 about people's taste and everything. Mm-hmm. And if you really just give something a try that you think is bad but a lot of people like you realize there are actually things to like about it. You know, like I used to even never watch any like reality TV cooking and I'm like, Oh, it's comforting. And they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. And it's just, yeah. I, 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 I uh, was just had such a stick up my ass when I was 17 where I'm like, it's gotta be the best thing to, to like it. And it's like, no, some people just like throwing the TV on and seeing, seeing some shit, man. It's, it I doesn't was, always have to be that serious. I really was the same way, honestly. Like, I just feel like I was such a prick. Like, I was such a snob in, in some areas, just blatantly, where I, I just thought that, like, you know, you could just say what was good and what wasn't, and that I knew, and it was just an objective thing, you know? Like, country music, pff, fucking beers and trucks, stupid, no matter what. It's like, okay. You or, like, really fucking is? superhero movies or just anything, you know? It's we were too young to form our own <laughs> opinions, and that's kind of what the internet said. You know what but I, I think mean? It, so, I think it was that I formed my opinion, but I had such like other factors, like like that influence. I, I talk about this sometimes too. But and my dad was the sweetest guy ever, and seriously, like he's not a shitty dude. But even, uh, so much of my musical tastes have been formed by my dad, and there are just swaths of artists that I have already they had already assumed the spot in my brain where I'm like, oh well, automatically this song by that person would be shitty because we that, that guy's a shitty artist. But that was like, hold on. I had so much of the shit that just my dad, you know, like something would come on the classic rock radio and he'd go like, ah, Eddie Money, I'm changed the channel or something like that. You know, I'm just, and then I just learned, oh, okay, well, automatically that artist is bad. And then well into my adulthood too, I wasn't even like critically thinking about like fucking Steely Dan or Eddie Money or some shit. But it just is like, hold on. These people are just fucking like genius artists, and Can just because my you dad didn't want to listen to one? it. Yes, please. <laughs> there, there was a, uh, and I'm wondering if this was part of it or if this is still your opinion. There was a time, I believe, about a year and a half ago, where we were at Amoeba Records, and we can cut this out if you're, if you're, if you don't want. I'm an open book, Eddie. Anything and stays. I was in. looking at movie soundtracks, and I was like, oh damn, they got the Tarzan soundtrack. And you and Sven were like, ah, Phil Collins sucks. And I was like, oh. what, dude? This soundtrack? So that is a great question, actually. I don't know my dad's standing on Phil Collins. I have always been of the opinion that he is a genius. And I okay. don't like listening to his music very much. That's fine. I, I, I'm not really a huge fan of Phil Collins aside from the Tarzan soundtrack. But <laughs> yeah. that soundtrack goes hard. And you and you gotta be excited about it. You don't have to at all. It's like, a it's a great soundtrack. I sang "You'll Be in My Heart." Isn't that from soundtrack? Yeah, Tarzan two thousand film Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, that's, I, it. <laughs> that's the title. I, yeah, like that's I like that's a great song too. No, I'm just not a big Phil Collins guy. That's gotcha. the thing is like sometimes just people like Phil's whole sound. It's like objectively music legend genius. It just is not for me. It's just like mm-hmm. I can't I can't listen to Phil Collins music. I don't like it. He's yeah. a god among men. Not for me. You know? what, what do you think is then? Uh, not even it doesn't even have to be music. What are the biggest things that when we were like that you wrote off, and then we're like, oh, oh I'm dumb. Well, first of I all, have con- some too. I'm not saying country you're dumb. music <laughs> has to be the number one thing, dude. Where well, I because I think come- we were looking at modern pop country and and having disdain for it right like that was the yeah and and that well it was some of that but then it was also like because i was even kind of listening to some modern pop country stuff but i think that it really was an extension of the disdain that i feel for I, i i really think a few different groups have fallen into it and stuff like country music and shit and then like you know what 
I'm trying to think of the most concise way to say it. There's a certain clientele that if you are exposed to it as a kid like I was, where a lot of the people that were mean to other people and were racist and homophobic and shitty were the people that would want to blare that kind of stuff. Mm. So I made just a complete blanket statement association with that when I was younger, both creatively and personally, where it's like, why would I like this kind of music that is only listened to from my microcosm of a fucking world of, of in my town of a thousand people? This is the dumb music. This is right. the stupid music, right, you know? Right. Like, why the fuck would I like that? And then I was able to pick out those similarities in the music, you know? Like, I mean, it's such a trope at this point to be like, you know, all these country songs are about dirt road and trucks and beer and stuff. So I was the first guy to be able, saying, like, these songs are all the same, you know, dirt roads and trucks and beer. Right. When you find such blatant commonalities in any genre of music. Anyway, that's where I put it in my brain. And I was like, this is stupid as fuck. But once I got older, I was like, I came to appreciate, like, seriously, modern, contemporary, like, stadium country is some of the cleanest produced music out there today. Like, it just sounds like fucking ear candy. You get some good artists and shit. Mm-hmm. But I've come around on that. What's the one for you where, where you felt like you had the most harsh opinions on him? <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the one that reverse made me feel dumb and a lot of people need to change their opinions on is when I was a teenager and getting snobby about that, and especially about reality TV, I didn't realize, like, the people watching shitty reality TV are in on the joke. Like, they're watching it because it's bad, like, a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, before I was like, how the fuck could people watch The Bachelor? And then I figure out, like, people are like, the whole fun is, like, clowning on what's happening in The Bachelor. I I don't watch The Bachelor still, but, like... It's stuff like that where I'm like, oh, do, do they not realize that shit is like fake? No, they know. They know. And it's just fun to watch. Like, that's why. It's just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like with a lot of that stuff, yeah, it was just this idea, I think for both of us, where it's like, I'm young and I'm basing my identity on the things that I like because I haven't had enough time to be an adult yet. And so if people, everyone else must be doing that too. And if they pick something bad, that's wrong. You know what I mean? And it's just like yeah. that's not correct at all. Some people just some people don't even fuck with movies. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Uh, so I'm glad I'm out of that phase. And uh, everyone yeah. should expand their mind a little bit more. I found you know what I found too. Both I think it's done two things for me: expanding. And again, this isn't even me talking about some sort of like life rendering, like personal growth. But it really just is like. You know, hey, tailoring your your media tastes to try to check out some new music or a new show or something that you've seen that you're just revisiting to be like, do I still hate this? You know, uh-huh. uh, it, like I, I've found that it's done two things for me. First of all, it's given me a better perspective on like kind of where other people are coming from. I've, I've understood kind of like senses of humor or even just kind of like language a little bit better from just the shorthand that I've been missing out on by skipping huge parts of culture, if whether it's a popular show or movies or music and stuff. Like, I just feel like I know more and I learn more and then just in subtle ways I can relate to stuff and pick out references easier. But then also creatively, dude, like, I, I, seriously, I don't know how many times I need to learn this lesson. How many times do you need to teach this, old man? No, seriously, it's like I will watch, like, an old show or, or something that it just is, like, I've, I've been stuck up about for a while. Like, I don't want to watch Friends. I don't want to see that old Disney movie. I don't want to listen to this music. And more often than not, I will check something out and immediately get, like, a very good video idea. Because it's just like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And then I'm watching, like, fucking some classic movie for the first time. Or I'm watching, like, some old show that is commonplace to people. Like, Friends is a great example. I've probably gotten three fucking video ideas from Friends just because I was mm-hmm. watching it on the tour. Because I didn't have internet any place. And it was like, Nick at night, I guess I gotta start watching Friends now. Right. You know? Like, you just, you're noticing now commonalities and shit where it's like, oh, I can now clown on this part of culture that I was so adamant about not wanting to participate in, but still lots of people get. So now I finally, I'm just, I'm depriving myself of opportunities to grow creatively and make fun of new shit, you know? Exactly. And that's, I mean, especially with us working in entertainment, like you just got to keep up with what's going on and what has happened. You know what I mean? Just Just to be in on it and be fully aware of like even other people's ideas and knowing what's been done before, you know, it's just kind Mm -hmm. of like... Uh, important. So yeah, I don't know. I I think 
especially I think the, my my worst age for it was like 17 because I, I really I was like oh, I yeah. didn't I didn't have like a personality yet and I was like but I love these things that I watch and so maybe this could be my personality it's like no that's not it at all um, do you ever look back on your personality whether or not it's like media interest and stuff too and and just really like recognize like oh man I used to be this kind of person or like man this shit that I wouldn't have even thought of like a couple years ago just how I talk to people and stuff you know it's just like oh fuck you know like maybe I was a different kind of person I think maybe I don't know it's even like looking back at maybe some of the things I, I realized that like I was in more of a nerdy phase of what I watched than I realized when I was um like late high school, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I think sometimes um, I feel, I almost feel like when I think back of hanging out with my friends that in that social aspect, to a degree, I'm kind of the same dude. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. What do you, what do you, like when you ask, what were you thinking of? I just, you know, I, I've just found a lot of different ways. It, it's really weird. And we've talked about this before. Having the ability to have so much of your life filmed and be like yeah you know on record and and i say that too not even like even pre youtube shit you know which is coming up on five years now for me you know like in in terms of full-time shit obviously you know we've been doing stuff since we're kids you know but like it it my mom too it like she was filming me since i was fucking born you know and especially in the last like month or two my mom's been going through a lot of old archive stuff Excuse me, and it's just been sending in uh, like a bunch of different like old home movies from like school events or just kids playing around, you know, me and my brothers and sister and stuff. And and I've just noticed amongst other things of being like fun memory trips, uh, whether they're from the home movies or other and stuff. Like I'll catch little glimpses of stuff of just how I would like talk to people, whether it's my brothers, you know, and say like something super belittling or some shit, or like mm-hmm. even just remarks that I'd make to like a friend or a classmate and just how I'd communicate where it's like, I, I know I'm so in the moment a lot of the times and I'm so up my own ass, especially when I'm working on a project and I get such tunnel vision and it, you notice those moments so much more when I go back and I look at the tapes, you know, and you can yeah. see like, here's my flippant reaction and I, it's like a fucking CSI movie where you go enhance on the goddamn other person, you know, and I can see the things I say. Was there anything even... specific, do you think, that, like, or if you're okay with saying it, that, like, anything specific that you saw that was, like, like bothered you? Or well, I mean, it, we can cut this out. No, no, of course not. I mean, it really is. And most of the stuff caught on tape that I think that made me feel bad are just little sibling things that, that I think, on paper, most people would maybe, like, brush aside and be like, oh, that's so stupid, you know? But... I think about stuff where I'm watching home movies and stuff. Like I watched, I watched Christmas Morning, like 2005, you uh-huh. know, or 2008, when I was probably like 13 years old, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's Christmas morning, all the kids are opening presents and stuff, and my little sister, you know, is like three or four, and she's singing a, you know, she's singing Jingle Bells, and she, of course, she's a kid, she had a speech impediment, mm-hmm. and she's going like Zinzo Bells, and I was just like, yeah, great job, honey, great round of Zinzo Bells. And my mom, like, was, like, the camera was on my sister the whole time. And you just see, like, in real time her face of, like, that's my big brother, and he just made fun of me, you know? And Yeah, that's it, Again, that's I'm, a, making a mountain out, I'm making a mountain out of a molehill, obviously, you know? But, like, it's that yeah. kind of shit where I, I, I'm really trying to highlight not even the, the situation as much as the dynamic that I know I didn't appreciate or recognize. And I'm... And I'm you know, of like, hey, there's three younger kids that lived in my house, and, you know, they were all looking up to me, you know? And just, mm-hmm. I was kind of a prick when I was a kid. I would just fuck with them all the time, you know? I think thinking back to that, it's, with anybody watching back on home movies like that, it's weird because, like, you see if you're a person who has changed to a degree, you have to see what you were before and feel like it's current you. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, it's just kind of evidence that you're, like, a different guy than then. And also, you're, like, 12, you know? So... Oh it's yeah, not, but um, oh yeah, certainly. But. Yeah, it just it does not. It's not fun to see. <laughs> like even uh, no, you totally. I right. don't know. Even I, I for some reason I get uncomfortable. Like even seeing clips of us like years ago, where I'm like, oh, these guys like barely know each other compared to now. You know what I mean? It's I, really I get uncomfortable strange. seeing like 
er, like relationships in my life that were on camera when they were so in their infancy. You know what I mean? I think back to like me and Jakey making a video, a commentary video together when we had just known each other for maybe like a year compared to like now. You know, it's just it's very mm-hmm. bizarre. But um, we yeah. went off on a, a long tangent because of things. So, oh, yeah. Is there another Pregunta? Or would you have something else to say? Um, no, I mean, I mean, I think that was just it. Yeah, I didn't want to bring the mood down too much, but I just, that's, you know, in terms of me checking in with myself, you know, that's been kind of where my head's been at amongst other stuff, you know, of just the, the quarantine is a lot of time for introspection and shit, mm-hmm. but I think more this year more than anything, like, I've just, to put a stamp on it and not go too deep, you know, I think that I've become a lot more aware of just, like, the impression that I leave on other people and, mm. and I look back on how even just my forms of communication, you know, and I'm uh-huh. just like, I just, I, I definitely am a really heavy handed person that, that gets my way a lot creatively in terms of like projects and shit. And, and I, I know I'm kind of a steamroller and, you know, in terms of just like, we're going to do this, you know, or come on, we're going to, this is the decision we're making, whether it's, we're going to do this. Like in with a social sketch setting. stuff, you saying? With, with sketch stuff, but more, more so like, you know, like in, in, with another partner or like with friends and stuff in the past where it's just Mm. like, you know, I'm kind of steering the ship and shit, you know? And, and I think to some degree you need that kind of like leadership in a, in a social setting to be like, Hey, stuff needs to get decided on done stuff. But you know, I, I just feel bad on the times where I, I had to have invariably just steamrolled people or just left people unconsidered. And I just Mm. haven't even been aware of it is the big thing. So Mm. anyway, that's where, when, uh, what I like is with me and you, I keep you in the brig and I steer the ship. And I, Eddie keeps we, me in the brig. I, th- I throw, I throw uh, feces at you, my own, actually. That's um, the thing. And I'm like, is this like a monkey thing? Because we're doing these monkey bits all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> and then, and then I, I see a banana in the corner. Me. Maybe if you pick that up, it'll feel a little less demeaning. Maybe you're doing a character. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know, man. Looking around the set here, not a lot to back up the monkey thing. So... Um, I was you gonna got another uh, pregunta. Yeah, yeah, I got a freaking pregunta. I was okay. I, I picked up a mug and I was gonna like clank it along the bars of the brig, but I had no bars and it's a porcelain mug. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna abandon that bit there. <clears throat> All right, at very neat guy one asks for the next 100 episodes. You have to talk about the same topic at least once every episode. What topic would it be, and how would you try to make the discussion different? It's a good question. Um. Uh, introing the podcast. Introing the podcast. That's a there great idea. I can guarantee I you we'll do we'll do that topic for the next hundred episodes. You know what? It's a challenge now, officially. <laughs> <laughs> the intro can, challenge. Can we intro each episode of the podcast <laughs> challenge? At Pettigrew Eric uh, 18 asks, Hey, fellas, what game pisses you off more, Mario Party or Mario Kart? Personally, mine's Mario Party because it's the most rigged and bullshit game I've ever played. Love to hear your opinion, guys. Love you. Happy holidays. Yeah, I don't... I Well, one, I'm somebody who, in a social setting, does not care about winning. So I don't really get mad at either of them because, like... Especially with, I feel like Mario Party, you know, you can change the settings a, a bit, but the the win is not really a clear win. But with Mario Kart, it yeah. is. Like, bullshit can happen, but the win in Mario Kart is a clear win, but that also makes the frustration when you get hit with, like, a blue shell even worse. That, um, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. what What is it for you? Because I know you, uh, like, especially you and Sven have a very, uh, you know, uh, sharp competition in Mario uh, Kart, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, I think for me, obviously, and you'll see us too, where we're in a setting where it is comfortable for us and we recognize, hey, we can get pissed here, you know? Like when right. it's we're playing GameCube and it's Gus and Sven playing Mario Kart and it's just a couple friends up, you know? Like that's not the shit that we'd pull out at a party and be screaming and swearing and shit, right, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. But so, uh, even when you were here, yeah, you guys were like, <laughs> it was almost like an agreement beforehand where it's like, we're going to play Mario Kart because we like it. But yeah. we're we're both gonna go silent while we're racing. <laughs> well, I mean that's the thing for for that breakdown thing. I think I get more genuinely mad at Mario Kart or, or more f- cannon fodder mad at Mario Kart. I think um, what pisses me off for Mario Party is like you said again. It's not really a competition because there's just too many by default bullshit equalizers in the game you know like there's a fucking blue shell every round theoretically on mario kart you know who knows or mario party sorry who knows what what could fucking happen so i don't get mad 
if I would lose Mario Party. What would make me mad is if a stupid player would think that they're actually winning and would try to non-jokingly be like, yeah! That's it. Well, with any <sighs> social competition thing, as I think for some reason, I think Tony and I being the same age and playing video games together, there was no competi- competition because it was like, if we get mad, we're just going to ru- ruin the hangout, you know? Yeah. And so that has carried over into social things. I never get mad in social game stuff until somebody starts gloating and being a dick about it. And yep. then I'm like, well, naturally, I want to put this fucking person in the ground game-wise yes. just to shut them up about this, you know? And especially, like, dude. Never when it, glo- if, can I say something real quick? If you're listening it, yes. and you start winning in a game and you're a real dick about it to your friends and you can tell they don't like it, stop immediately you will they, they will stop inviting you places you know like yeah it's, if it's a fun thing where all your friends do it and that's fine but if you notice the vibe of the room is everyone else is kind of silent shut the fuck up if you're winning like don't say anything oh my at god all. dude it's it seriously like it makes me want to just be like i want you to lose every game you will ever play for the rest of your life for like real. when it's when it's especially when it's about like if it's something that is entirely skill based, I'd still be bothered if a friend would take it to the point where they're like actually shit talking. But I would honestly have less of a problem with that if it really was a test of your merit like that. Yeah. But it's it's the people that would gloat when you're playing like fucking Mario Party. Yeah. That's like me going like Eddie, suck my dick. I'm the best Yahtzee player ever. You yeah. fuck. I roll those dice as I get the numbers. You fucking idiot. Exactly. It's like- luck. There's so much component of luck in that. Yeah, like, if you're playing Smash with no items, you can gloat to me. Yeah. you kick my ass. If we have any items on, shut the fuck up. Shut up. You know? like Exactly. Because there's, there's an element of randomness. And it's like, that's it. <laughs> and Too so, many equalizers. I, that, yeah. that really pisses me off because it makes... And the reason you want to beat them so bad is you're like, everyone feels awkward now. You know what I mean? Everybody in the room feels weird because this person is being a dick. And so it's like you want to beat them because I feel like collectively everyone's silently like, so we want to destroy them, right? Because they're being awful. Like that's the (laughs) – so don't do that. Don't be like that. You can be Um, better. Also, do we have a single piece of Um, (gasps) – Mail! Yes, we do. Let me grab it. 20 seconds, guys. Stall, vamp! Chill, guys. One sec. Guys, my new video finally came out, even though NBC Universal tried their best to block it in all countries. Uh, it's out now if you want to watch it after this episode on obviously my channel, Eddie Burback. That's it. I just want to say it because uh, I was like, oh, I can't upload it now on Christmas Eve. Nobody's going to watch it. Ba- the 26th was a bad day to upload as well. <laughs> What's a bad day to upload? Uh, the 26th. I t- the video's doing better today, but waiting till the day after Christmas because of NBC Universal did not work out very well. The, the video was 8 out of 10 the whole day. Damn um, it. But now it's moving up. It's up to 6 out of 10, and it's moving up again, which is Link good. in the description, everyone. Go look at the new Eddie video, please. Ew. Look at um, my video, too. You know what? I haven't uploaded in 13 fucking days, and bro, YouTube... Bro, I haven't uploaded in a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what oh, do you yeah. mean? <laughs> okay, okay. Dude, I fucking... I uploaded that video with Ian Kung, and, and it literally, two hours later, YouTube and Google went down. And it oh, just, it was on the crash it, day? Yep. So for the first oh, few man. hours, it was like a fucking 3 and 4 out of 10. And then it fucking crashed, and it was an instant 10 out of 10 for the la- next week and a half. Never recovered from that shit. Dude, that's uh, especially anytime YouTube goes down and I am working on a video that I procrastinated a day, I just, my brain goes, see? That's why. Yeah. That's why you wait. <laughs> and it's like, I'm just procrastinating. It's just giving me, and I'm like, good thing I didn't upload today. My video's not even close to done. Yeah. That's, good thing I didn't work really hard yesterday. <laughs> oh, boy. I love the logic, though. Anyway, guys, don't send us any mail. We're full. Uh, this comes to us from our friend Patrick from Marion, Iowa. Thank you, Patrick. It's the last piece of mail of 2020. Last piece of mail. This is the mail on the 100th episode, Patrick. This will put you in the annals of history here. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so it's a bit of a longer one here, but uh, looks like Patrick is a Midwest boy uh, themselves. Uh, and Patrick has included some gems, Eddie. Oh, my mm. God. We've got S- Star Wars Math Jabba's Game Galaxy, ages Whoa. 6 to 9. Wait, like a CD game? Like a CD game. Yo. Oh, my good godness. Here. We've got SpongeBob SquarePants Employee of the Month. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, I think I've played that. I think I played the preview. So what I don't get is... I played either this shit or the Battle for Bikini Bottom PC version where it's just a bunch of mini games and shit. Uh-huh. I don't know which is which, but this looks like the same fucking art style. I anyway. also like there was a SpongeBob game called Lights, Camera, Pants, and it was just uh, it was Mario Party without the board, so you just face off in a bunch of mini games. It was really oh, fun. that sounds like a cool idea. Yeah, I actually really liked it. It was cool. Eddie, we have the crown jewel here too. Uh-huh. We got a plastic wrapped. Hugly sleepover. Whoa. <laughs> That's a find. That's a clean find. That's a dang ass find right there. Oh my goodness. Oh, we I might, love it. We stream now. We might as well just start doing that for real. We have to do and even to you is I you know, as well as the viewers, like I I just I'm sorry that I haven't played as much game stuff with you and just doing more shit this year. It's so much of my schedule and personal life and just like general comfort has been so erratic, you know? And mm-hmm. it just is like we haven't lined up as much on it and, and I'm sorry. I've wanted to do more of that. Yeah, I got you. No, there's there's a lot of those nights, no, yeah, where I where I feel bad when somebody throws a Twitter ni- or a Twitch night and I'm just like, I can't I can't be on camera right now. I'm sorry. I know, exactly. But anyway, we'll we'll be doing more of that stuff this next year, folks. You yeah. guys send us in some good some good classic game shit. Like we let's just fire it up, squad stream it up, play some good good old learning games because I'm forgetting my dang math. So There you go. Will you, we need, will you we teach need me Java math to help us out. Java the math uh, guy? <laughs> I, you know what Jabba's famous lines. for? Math. That's yeah. His whole thing. He's you always know, his, doing calculations in the movies. His his classic catchphrase, two times 12 equals 24. Yep, that's the that's one. That's my favorite one. These, yep. I, and then <laughs> in the in the director's cut, they actually changed it. Um, it the yeah, math is different. <laughs> they added bigger numbers because they finally had the technology to do that kind of math. George Lucas went back and did, had Jabba do long division, but he, <laughs> but he just moved the mouth up and down like a digital puppet, and it just looked terrible. He's like, we, we have to get the 3 times 36 working. The 2 times 24 is not working anymore. The 3 times 3. <laughs> can, we, can we get some long division in here, please? This is just <laughs> instead of Instead of adding the scenes where Han is walking next to the CGI, Jabba, it's like Han trying to do long division on the on a blackboard that's green screened in. Also, like please it. add uh, sexy but also very ugly alien to sing. That's just for my own personal viewing. Yes, you, you put it in the DVD. Oh fuck! <laughs> you ever seen that? It's this, fucking weird as wait, hell, dude. Wait, what is this thing in Jabba's palace? They in the fucking CGI cut. They they added this disgusting alien that sings a song, and it's just like I don't know oh. why it's there. It's, oh it's, wait, like it's a musical number? Yeah, I don't know about the original if the song was in there beforehand, but the CGI alien was definitely new. And it is Damn. It, it's just awful. I'm trying to think of what would be the version. Like something like that scares me more than anything in my career. Like when you think about the real long haul like that is I think now especially in the last few years the general internet sense has warmed up more to George Lucas again, but uh-huh. really like, I, I've never been a hater, really, because I've just never been as plugged into Star Wars. But when you think about it, it's like, this guy creates one of the, like, probably, if not the fucking culturally defining piece of media, yeah. you know? And, like, that should be more than enough for ten lifetimes. And then he makes some more movies in the same thing, and they're not as good. And then yeah. everyone hates him. Like, what the fuck? And you're like, you, at some point you have to be like, bro, I came up with, like, fucking Star Wars, and I came, was part of Indiana Jones and shit, and I touched yeah. so many big franchises. Are you people not fucking entertained? Is this not we, enough for you? People just get way too mad about Star Wars. I don't know. I think it's because it, it was built up into this, like, with all the extended universe things, this world that you could fuck up. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. probably the worst, the worst like, bit of it. Like, truthfully, for the majority of my life, I feel like I have 
almost exclusively known George Lucas as at least some part of a kind of a laughing stock. And it's like, yeah. this guy is a fucking genius with yeah, an he's entire worshipped again. He's a bad writer for sure. Like, yeah, not, not for the structure, but for dialogue, because that's what the prequels are. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, and he's, and he's I was getting the respect again, I think, especially because Dave Filoni, who made the Clone Wars and also Mandalorian is like kind of has been kind of cleaning things up and then you could see the actual ideas that George had mm-hmm. and you're like oh okay that's pretty cool I like, like that the movies just weren't executed very well except dude mm-hmm. Tony well first off that's it for Mel! Mel! I uh, Tony and I watched uh, Phantom Menace and I didn't mind it uh, then we watched Attack of the Clones and I thought it was very bad but um, and I don't I, I'll just say it right off the bat. I don't want to hear anyone Star Wars takes and I don't care. And you don't have to care about mine. I, we're not doing this. We're not having this discussion. I don't care. But um, I actually I was like, oh, man, I, I think maybe even my 17 year old brain me was so closed off to these just because the Internet was like, fuck you. But also they're not people are like, they're the some of the best movies ever. OK, let's fucking, <laughs> let's, let's let's reel back a little bit. I know we all like the Clone Wars show, but like. Come on, yeah. Um, but uh, either way, do we got? Um, do we have one of the final preguntas of twenty oh twenty? Let's of look this here. Cursed fucking year. Oh my god, this is fucking crazy. I I I'm trying to. You know, now the pressure's on, and I'm frantically scrolling here. Yeah, it's got to be a. We, we we can have a a couple more, so you know okay. it doesn't have to be the last question. Okay, thank God the pressure's off, dude. Uh, oh, at O.M. Nagel asks, what is something you used to hate that someone changed your mind about that you now love? Also, if this somehow makes it on the podcast, Nagel rhymes with bagel. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I, that was kind of a full discussion we had during this Oh, episode. yeah. That's kind of honestly um, yeah, the personal growth. But shit. something I hated that I, I love now, huh? I don't know if there's something that I've really flat i mean any food doesn't really count because your taste buds change you know yes um and your taste changes as you get older i don't know is there something for you that you like despise and then you were like oh it's not so bad oh man i mean i i think there's a lot of smaller things cumulatively the one where it doesn't fall into the subjective category the one food take that i have is uh-huh. that one of my grandma's signature dishes for her entire life is is this thing that she makes called nut goodie bars uh, and it's not like the candy, it's like different. Uh, but when I was a kid, like five, for the first time ever, I tried one of her nut goodie bars. And I remember the context all around this at the time where she was saying like, I didn't have the usual peanuts that I usually use. So these are different. And I tried them and it was probably the most repulsive thing I've eaten in my entire life. What like did it, it have in it? It was like peanuts, but something about the taste profile literally made it taste like I was eating like fucking ladybugs in in this chocolate uh. bar. It's like a chocolate bar. Hold on, we so, gotta go back. You know the taste of ladybugs? Yeah, yeah. What's that? So, so I need to, I need to hear an explanation. Oh, dude, before. I've you eaten. Can't... I've had taste of ladybugs. Like I've had them like on the bike. You know, sometimes you'll be like f- going on the old motorbike, and you're just like. Ah, Fucking it, and it spit out a ladybug oh, and some oh, shit. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, oh, dude, like it'll land on my bike, and I'll fucking like, <laughs> I'll just launch that bitch up. I'll <laughs> I say, like, get in here, come here. <laughs> you what? You know, this is whatever. Actually, uh, f- food wise, I will say also, I I did not like Luminati's pizzas when I was young. The deep dish uh, pizza, my favorite in Chicago, and then I got older, and I was like, these rule. Come oh, around that's to it, baby. Mine. That's all I was it is. really, I was a really picky eater when I was a kid. I was one of those fucking. Like, if it's not chicken tenders or mac and cheese or pizza, I don't want it. Dude, um, I, I remember the inescapable hell that was me having to finish plates of food where, like, oh, my mom dude. would do the thing where she's like, you have to finish that plate, though. I don't care when you do it, but you have to finish it. And I would just sit at the kitchen table for hours when I was a kid. Like, uh-huh. it, it, it really did seem... Like, I know that this is such a kid thing, but it seemed like such a completely insurmountable thing of, like... I, I can't even imagine gagging down that food right now. Like, it's so disgusting to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, that, sh- that shit sucked. Anyway, that's that shit. <laughs> All right. Let's hit the final question of 2020. All right. It's got to be a good one. It's got to be good, Gus. The pressure's on. I'm oh, also checking no. Twitter just to make sure if there's any fucking um, really good one. 
Uh, oh, this is a great one. Okay, good. This one is from uh, Torbort. If you could say something to yourself a hundred episodes ago, what would it be? How have your goals changed since then? Oh, man. Honestly, dude, I feel like, and I don't want to answer for both of us here, but I feel like I would just tell myself that it like went well, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, I, I feel like where we're at right now is kind of lining up where the trajectory we were aiming for when we started the podcast, you know? Yeah. Like when it comes to, yeah, I I don't know. There might be some personal stuff, um, but like you gotta, you know, I, I wouldn't warn myself to not do things. It's, it's growth stuff, but like, I don't know. I think, yeah. I th- well, first off, I'd say um, invest in masks. Do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I would uh, – if we're not talking pandemic shit, I, I don't know. I'd just be like, just, just keep rolling, buddy. You got it. Go for it. That's a good one. I think that – and this has – in terms of business, pretty, I, if, if not zero to do with the podcast part of it, but just with all the business stuff that I and we are trying to do, I think that I would go back and, you know, that's about the time we moved out here, and I would say uh-huh. – Make it the number one priority to be working with the best possible people that you can, not only mm. on on screen and personally, but also like business wise. It's just it's just yeah. like get to know the people you're working with and make sure that they are good people because it's been largely really smooth sailing and we've talked about it, you know. But just some of the stuff that we can't ever get yeah, into specifics about. Yeah, we had to go about, through some. Uh some rough business waters, nothing major, but lear- lessons learned in, in the entertainment industry that I'm glad we learned very early. Yeah. It's just, um, it's lessons learned thing, companies to avoid people to unfortunately avoid, you know, and it's just, it, it sucks whenever it happens. And again, we're very lucky cause it's almost never happened. And really I, I can't imagine. I look at sometimes other creators lives and even just hear stories about it that are such telling snapshots of like how they must run their life or their business and i do think that comparatively we have it so much better and calmer and easier and i think it's just because we're really straightforward with people and we cultivate Mm -hmm. a inclusive chill person like fucking vibe and stuff you know but yeah like we do have it really smooth you know but just you know this it's sloppy and shit and there's just sometimes there are problems so I'm, i'm glad that you know, we've made it through them and stuff, but mm-hmm. it sucks. You know, this is non Gus and Eddie, by the way, stuff, you know, for folks. There's no big shit that you need to be worrying yeah, about. But, no, you know, you just you learn business. It's business stuff. You learn lessons and stuff. You know, you go, oh, that guy was trying to burn me or that person was kind of rude or some shit. So, yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Oh. But I'm really grateful for the people that we have. Yeah, me too. Um, I just got a text from myself from 100 episodes in the future. What's that? It says, while you're recording the 100th episode... Tell Gus to step out of the way of that train. This. What does that mean? Does he mean train? Train.